From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, plans released to deal with population pressures on health services in the region over the next 10 years. Vietnam vets get together at Amberley. A new fleet of council waste collection trucks begin to hit the road. And more Investing in Queensland Women grants announced. It's Friday, November 4, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This week, Westmorton Health released a summary of a key report and planning strategy to guide health services in the region over the next decade and beyond. Board Chairman Michael Willis spoke at a media conference outside Ipswich Hospital on November 3. So as we emerge from a time of intense focus on dealing with the immediate challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's important now that we lift our sights and focus on the future health needs of our community and of course how we respond to them. And the two documents we're launching today are the fruits of that work. So our Westmorton region faces a number of significant challenges that we have to work on. Of course, we have the fastest growing population of any region in Queensland. And that means we've got a ballooning demand for our health services, which we have to meet from within a finite level of funding. Our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples continue to live with an unacceptable gap in life expectancy compared to the rest of our community. And of course, our region has a far greater than normal level of socioeconomic disadvantage, far bigger than our neighbours to our east in Brisbane. And of course, that equates to a higher level of chronic disease and poor health outcomes. And we add to that an historic legacy that a third of our community have to go outside the region to obtain public health care a third of those services are delivered outside the region. Michael Willis went on to outline the strategy's main points. Our focus here in the strategy is to provide safe, quality care, listening to our patients and addressing their needs. Of course, that requires us to continually improve what we do, using emerging technology really well, lifting our clinical capabilities and providing the right resources and the right infrastructure for our teams to do their work. Our cardiac catheter laboratory opened just this week here in this building is a great example of us lifting our clinical capabilities and delivering care closer to people's homes. And of course our capital works program announced by the government in the budget with $700 million project built right here at Ipswich Hospital helps us achieve that. Lastly, our strategy is all about people, making sure we've got the best and brightest and the most committed team of people with the clinical capabilities to care for this community. Now, there's a whole lot more in the strategic plan. It is on our website, and I'd encourage all of our community to read it and engage with us on this journey. Westmorton Health Interim Chief Executive Hannah Block highlighted the immediate and emerging needs of the region. Michael touched on the population growth, but to put it in context, a population the size of Bow Desert moves to the Westmorton region every year, and we need to anticipate what that means for healthcare. 
By 2036, the population will have almost doubled to 580,000 people, and that's only 14 years away. For us to be able to meet that need, we need to truly understand what, it, what is important to our consumers. Our first ever local area needs analysis has identified the health inequities and the gaps in healthcare delivery that exist now and into the future in our region. This work will help us determine the services, the equipment, the buildings, the technology and the staff that we'll need available to achieve our vision of a thriving community. Um, we identified which Ipswich suburbs have a greater experience of health conditions such as diabetes, heart disease, asthma. We looked at um, areas where the average rates of chronic disease are higher. We found childhood obesity is worse in our rural towns and suburbs than in our urban ones. We identified that more than a third of people living in our region experience socioeconomic disadvantage, and we found social isolation, particularly post-COVID, is a significant issue for our region's rural communities. So this is not a glossy, sanitised report. It's very real. It outlines some real challenges for us. For more details on the report and planning strategy, you'll find several links in the show notes. A retreat for 85 Royal Australian Air Force Vietnam veterans and their family members was recently held at RAF Ambly Aviation Heritage Centre. The special event, hosted by History and Heritage Air Force, allowed veterans to mingle with friends new and old among the aircraft at the Heritage Centre, which opened especially for the two-day retreat. History and Heritage Air Force Director Group Captain David Fredericks said he valued the whole experience. Many veterans expressed their thanks to the team for putting on the event, with one saying they were proud of what they did in the war all those years ago and it hasn't been forgotten. Another said it was great to be surrounded once again by the aircraft they flew. Delays in curbside rubbish collection in Ipswich should be a thing of the past now the city has taken delivery of the first of four of 28 new waste trucks. Twelve of the new vehicles will be on the road by Christmas, with the remaining 16 delivered during 2023. Mayor Teresa Harding and Councillor Paul Tully recently inspected the first of the new trucks and said Council was planning to review the bin collection days across the city in response to rapid increases in population in suburbs like Spring Mountain, Ripley and South Ripley. For the technically minded, these new Volvo and Superior Pack trucks have at least 12 cameras and the latest collision avoidance, radars and auto braking technology. And two new local groups are among 29 across the state to share in $270,000 under the latest round of the Queensland Government's Investing in Queensland Women Grants. Member for Bundamba, Lance McCallum, said the funding would support programs to educate, empower and inspire women and girls in Ipswich. African Professionals of Australia at Red Bank Plains will deliver a STEM mentorship program for African school students to encourage them to pursue further education and careers in STEM and law. In Ipswich, Older Women's Network will host a half-day event to highlight the importance of community connection in reducing social isolation. And a reminder, as usual, to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au 
and click the donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.